morning and welcome to another edition of the Marcus Today podcast. I'm Ben O'Leary here as usual on a Monday morning to have a look at the week ahead with you all. And on this Monday, the 31st of May, the ASX 200 has notched a new all-time high, briefly reaching 7,203.3, but it has since given back all of those early gains to now being down 10 points or 0.13%. Energy is seeing the most of the damage, down 1.5%, while financials, resources, and tech are all down around half a percent. Healthcare is the best performer, up 0.71%. But despite the soft morning, the market in general is tracking along quite nicely in spite of the Victorian lockdown and uncertainty that's coming from that. But with just five new cases yesterday, it does give us down here some hope that the lockdown will just be the seven days it is supposed to be, though it sounds like we won't be snapping back to pre-lockdown conditions, with reports that masks and restrictions on gatherings are set to stay in the near future. Now, over the last couple of weeks, we have seen the cash level in our MT portfolios organically rise a little bit as we've taken risk off the table and cleaned up a few of our relative underperformers. It's a function of selling things that are telling us to sell rather than a concerted effort to cash up. We're now sitting around 20% in each of the portfolios, but we'll be looking to get some of that money to work in the coming days. As Marcus wrote on Saturday, it is hard to see what could really topple us in the near future, and we're looking to top up some of our exposures. We'll be looking in the banking resources and maybe even auto sector for that. And our recent star performer, Betmakers, is being held in the growth portfolio despite the fall on Friday on the back of the ambitious Habcorp bid. We are watching the tide at the moment to see if it looks like a full-on sentiment shift rather than a shakeout. And if it does, we might need to look at pulling our holding back for the time being. Though we do still like the story and we liked the Foxbet story over the weekend, which Henry has covered today in Henry's Take, it might just make the tab bid make a little bit more sense all pawns in Matt Tripp's game of bookmaker chess with an end goal of staking a major claim in the expanding US betting market. I'll we'll have to wait and see on that one, but it's all very interesting unfolding. And we are, as I said, for the moment, happy with our exposure. Now looking to the week ahead, and it is quiet as can be on the corporate front, perhaps something to do with the US markets being closed tonight for Memorial Day. We have just three items on the agenda, none of which are likely to be particularly market moving. As Leo Care has their AGM tomorrow, Wally has an investor day Wednesday, and Wes Farmers has a strategy briefing on Thursday. It's a similar story on the ex-dividend calendar, with no major relevant income stocks going X this week. Wham Capital and their 4.8% gross yield, alongside Wham Global and their 2.7% gross yield, are the only stocks of any size with a yield over 1% on the calendar this week. Full list is up on the website as usual in the strategy section and under calendars. And on the economic front this week, there's plenty of action locally to keep us entertained. If indeed you do find economic data releases entertaining. And the RBA interest rate decision on Tuesday is the main item on the calendar with rates expected to be kept on hold at 0.1%. Outside of that decision, we have private sector credit kicking things off today, followed by first quarter current account, building permits and the AI Group Manufacturing Index tomorrow, GDP numbers Wednesday, AI Group Construction Index, balance of trade and retail sales Thursday, and home loans on Friday. Alongside that, we also have manufacturing PMI and services PMI numbers through the week, as does Japan, China, Europe, the UK and the US. 
And over in the US, they have a quiet start to the week too before things heat up a little with construction spending, economic optimism, and the Dallas Fed manufacturing index tomorrow night, followed by total vehicle sales, Redbook, and MBA 30-year mortgage rate on Wednesday, ADP employment change, unit labor costs, non-farm productivity, and jobless claims on Thursday before rounding out the week with jobs and unemployment numbers alongside factory orders on Friday. There's just a couple of PMI releases in China this week, while Japan has a big start to the week with industrial production, retail sales, consumer confidence, housing starts, and construction orders all out today, followed by a couple of PMI releases through the week and household spending on Friday. Europe has a fairly standard week. M3 money supplies out today, unemployment and inflation numbers follow tomorrow, PPI on Wednesday, and construction PMI alongside retail sales on Friday. And finally, the UK has Bank of England consumer credit, mortgage lending and mortgage approvals out Wednesday, and new car sales alongside construction PMI on Friday. And last but not least, on the Marcus Today media front this week, we have Marcus and Henry sharing the duties on ABC Radio 774 in Melbourne each morning at around 10.25. As usual, Marcus will be back with his strategy section and podcast Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, as well as his normal Saturday morning Marcus weekend piece. Marcus and I will bring you weekly sector charts on Friday. Tom will have a buy, hold, sell out during the week. Chris will be back on Ausbiz at 9.30 on Friday morning, and Henry is scheduled for Ausbiz Friday at noon with Jun Bay. But if I know Henry, he is sure to add a couple more media commitments to that through the week. So that's about it from me. Good luck. Let's hope we get those record highs again. We'll see you next Monday. <laughs>